0: I'm Jerry Agar in for John Moore. He should be back shortly. Joining me now, CP 24 meteorologist, Bill Coulter. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Jerry. Well, at least we know John's not off on the golf course
1: today, right? <laughs> well,
0: <He's making> away. <laughs> He'll be hitting into some wind. I understand if that
1: were the case. Yeah, he, he would be. And the rain would probably be a spoiler when he's looking for his ball in the forest. Uh, it, yeah, it's a rainy, it's a rainy start to the day. That's for sure. So you got to give yourself a little extra time, uh, put on the, the footwear that you can do a little puddle jumping with. Uh, The rain pretty consistent, we're picking up about 10 to 20 millimeters, put that in context, we pick up about 60, 70 over the month. So it's a good downpour of rain. It'll ease around 1130 and you might be going, oh, that's fantastic, I can have a great afternoon. Well, what's happening is this rain is coming ahead and along a cold front. And as the name would suggest, it's the leading edge of cold air that's going to really punch in. This one's a sharp one. Uh, So we go from a late morning temperature of about 10 degrees at Pearson to a mid-afternoon temperature of of 2 or even 0, and then falls to minus 2 overnight. And with the blast of cold winds that'll be gusty here in the city, about 70, 80 kilometers per hour, especially into the afternoon, even higher for Prince Edward County for parts of the Niagara region as well. Uh, This is going to drag some moisture off Lake Huron and Georgian Bay and get that lake effect snow machine going again this afternoon evening and early overnight so if you're heading up towards gray and bruce counties Perry, sound muskoka those are going to be pretty treacherous this afternoon and evening tail end of some of these flurries May drift into the GTA sort of later today, but I think the bigger story for us will be the really gusty winds this afternoon. So if you put out those inflatable Santas, uh, you know, it'll be doing a real dance on your lawn. You may find some of your decorations over your neighbor's yawn. Not, qu- not quite uh, up to warning criteria here, but pretty gusty winds. Uh, fortunately, the rain will come to an end, uh, but then again, we get some of those flurries and a real cool down. So you've got to pick your wardrobe you know really carefully it'll be quite mild this morning uh, but you'll have a pretty uncomfortable walk home or bike ride home from work or school uh, if you don't have that thicker jacket packed away in your bag because you want to put that on this afternoon.
0: All right meteorologist Bill Coulter is with me the winter weather predictions for southern Ontario are out do you want to do
1: your version of the farmer's almanac here? Uh, uh, No I stick with science on this one but you know uh, there are you know the climate prediction center in the U.S. and and Canada we know we we know we've got uh, a La Nina uh, it, you know it's been fairly consistent over the last couple of years but what that usually does is brings very cold air into the western prairies early in the cold weather season it has has seen so many days of uh, you know minus teens and minus 20s we've kind of forgotten what that feels like but as we progress with this setup over this uh, over the cold weather season it does tend to push its way further to the east so we had a fairly warm because nature loves a balance. to push that cold air into the prairies and it's like sitting on a waterbed. somewhere else has to get that surge of warmth in the East has really been benefiting, but now we're starting to get a bit of a pendulum swing with the temperature and uh, things shifting further to the East. So I, I think we'll get initially still some big swings for December, probably some warm ups and big cool downs, get that lake effect snow machine going. But I think probably by January and February, the effects of uh, La Nina pushing that cold air into the Great Lakes, will probably see quite a cold and possibly snowy January, February.
0: You know, I know I am going on a tangent with you here, Bill, but I mentioned Farmer's Almanac and you said I use science. I thought the Farmer's Almanac, tried to use science, but they predict too far out. Yeah, you
1: know what? It's a tough thing, because I, I don't, you know, I don't want to uh, knock them down for what they do, but they tend to look at, at things like what squirrels are, are, you know, where they're putting it, and they are They look way out, but they... <laughs> where the squirrels are putting it? Yeah, where, where the squirrels are, are hiding their nuts, or how, how far... You know, they do a lot of things. And they base it on sort of past years. We tend to, you know, not to tend to put a lot of weight on the farmer's almanac and yeah. the meteorological community, <laughs> All right. and they tend to be a little bit vague from week to week to week to make it happen. I don't want to knock them down. You know, it's fun. It's kind of like, I, like, I liken it the astrology to astronomy sort of yeah, thing. But,
0: yeah. Well, weather prediction is uh, science, but it it's is. also uh, never perfect because uh, that's just the way life is. But uh, they
1: try to do it a whole year ahead. It's just like, you know, okay, <laughs> yeah. come on, guys. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? We'll continue to get better, too. I think as we shift from weather balloons, where we get smoothing in between to uh, having satellites measure the entire atmosphere all at once, we're just not quite at the point where we can do that kind of computations and uh, the cost effectiveness of getting satellites, measuring all the atmosphere all the time. I think the science fluid dynamics is perfect. It's the data we get, which makes it a little bit questionable beyond about three days. But we're getting better every day.
0: All right. Well, I love having you. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jerry. Bye.